This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday Sports on the Sports History Network. Today, we will have part four of the World's Strongest Man competition. 1980 would mark the fourth annual World's Strongest Man competition. But this year's event would not occur in California like the past three years. This year's competition occurred in Vernon Valley, Great Gorge, New Jersey. Ten men would compete with four hailing from outside the U.S. Four of the ten were returning from last year's competition. We'll take a look at the contestants first. We have Bill Kazmaier. Kaz won the AAU National Powerlifting Championships in 1978 and the World Championships in 1979 and 1983. He set numerous world records and is regarded as one of the best powerlifters ever. The 26-year-old, 6'2", 325-pound Kazmaier also had a tryout with the Green Bay Packers and spent some time as a professional wrestler. Kaz placed third in last year's competition. Next we have Lars Hedlund, Sweden's 6'3", 31-year-old, weighed 308 pounds. Hedlund finished third at the 1979 World Powerlifting Championships, second at the 1979 European Championships, and first at the 1980 European Championships. Lars set numerous bench press world records throughout his powerlifting career and placed second in last year's World's Strongest Man and third in the 1978 event. Next, we have Geoff Capes. The 31-year-old from England was a six-time Highland Games world champion and a two-time gold medalist in the Commonwealth Games. The 6'6", 315-pound Capes competed in the 1972, 1976, and 1980 Olympic Games as a shot putter. Next, we have Bishop Delegwitz. Not sure I'm pronouncing that right, but I think it's Delegwitz. The six foot six, 305 pound Canadian shot putter won a silver medal at the 1975 and 1978 Pan American Games and competed in the 1976 and 1984 Olympics. He won the gold medal at the Canadian Nationals in 1976 and 1977, breaking the Canadian record in 1978 with a throw of 20.83 meters. Next we have Jerry Hannon. The 335-pound Hannon was a 1980 Olympic weightlifting team member for the USA. Former President Jimmy Carter boycotted those Olympics, but Hannon returned in 1981 to win the gold medal at the Senior National Championships. 
On a personal note, I witnessed Jerry handling massive weights at a local gym. He was one of the most powerful men I've ever seen. But unfortunately, Jerry was prone to injury and never reached his full potential because of it. Next we have Larry Kidney, a 6 foot 41 year old powerlifter weighed in at 283 pounds. Kidney set over 30 powerlifting records during his career. Larry's best lift was the squat and he is credited with 870 pounds in competition. Our next contestant, superstar Billy Graham. The 6'4", 37-year-old Graham, whose real name was Wayne Coleman, was best known as a professional wrestler. He was also a shot put champion in high school, played football for a short time in the Canadian Football League, and won several bodybuilding competitions. Graham typically wrestled at 275 pounds, but he got his weight up to 315 pounds for the strongman competition. Next, we have Gerald Dupree. The 5'11", 258-pound Dupree won the 1979 Strongest Man of the Netherlands and the World Masters Powerlifting Championships in 1983 and 1986 in the 40 to 49 year old age group. The 43 year old from Holland was the lightest and oldest competitor. Next we have Cleve Dean. Cleve competed last year and placed sixth. The 26 year old was a hog farmer and champion arm wrestler. The six foot seven, 440 pound Cleve was not a weightlifter or powerlifter. He credited his strength to a lifetime of manual labor on the farm. Next competitor is Don Reinhout. The 35-year-old Reinhout was the runner-up in the 1978 competition and the defending champion from 1979. The 6'3", 320-pounder was down 25 pounds from last year. He was a four-time world champion in powerlifting from 1973 to 1976. Reinhout set 40 powerlifting records during his career and was a great all-around athlete in school. At one point during his powerlifting career, Don held the world record in the squat, deadlift, bench press, and total simultaneously. Now we will go to the events. The first event was the log lift. The log lift replaced the formerly contested barrel lift. Kazmaier and Hedlund tied for first in this event, lifting a 356 pound log overhead. Reinhout and Hannon managed 326 pounds, but both men injured a hamstring while lifting the weight to their shoulders. Next event was the 56-pound weight toss. The weight toss replaced last year's caber toss. The weight toss is a popular event in the Highland Scottish games. The object is to stand with your back to a crossbar, much like what you see used in the pole vault. 
The weight has a ring attached to it that, you're grip, that you grip with your hand and then throw the weight backward over the crossbar. The height of the bar was increased after each attempt. Those who had competed in the Highland Games had an obvious advantage. Dolaguitz, there's that name again, Dolaguitz came out on top with Kazmaier finishing second and Capes third. Reinhout, the defending champion, already nursing a tender hamstring, injured his bicep. Next event is the truck pole. The truck pole replaced the formerly used tram pole. The big arm wrestler, Cleve Dean, emerged victorious in this event, followed by Reinhout, who gamely pushed himself to the limit despite his injuries. Capes took the third spot. Next event is the uphill race. This year, instead of pushing a loaded wheelbarrow uphill, the competitors had to push a 740 pound engine mounted on wheels. Kazmaier took first place, pushing the engine 40 yards uphill in less than 15 seconds. Capes was a very close second. Hedlund placed third. Reinhout finished fifth despite his injuries but had to withdraw from the competition. Next, the refrigerator race. Hannon started the race but could not finish due to his hamstring injury. Hedlund carried the 420 pound fridge 100 feet in just 11.6 seconds. And believe it or not, that was only good enough for third place. Kazmaier placed second with a time of 11.3 and Capes took first with an incredible time of 10.7 seconds. Next we have the Steel Bar Bend. Always a fan favorite, this was the fourth year in a row the Bar Bend was contested. The competitors gave it their all and Kazmaier came out the victor. Capes came in second place and Hedlund took third. Next we have the Girl Lift or the half squat. The powerlifters were expected to do well in this event since it's one of the three lifts they compete in at powerlifting competitions and they did not disappoint. Kazmaier took first and was beginning to pull away from the others for the overall lead. Hedlund placed second followed by Larry Kidney in the third spot. Jerry Hannon, the Olympic lifter, tied for fourth in this event and might have challenged for the third spot if not for his injury. Jerry was advised by those assisting him that he should withdraw from the event so that his injury would heal in time for an upcoming weightlifting competition in China. But the big guy wouldn't give in. Next we have the Silver Dollar Deadlift. The silver dollar lift replaced the formerly used car lift. 18 inch high containers were attached on each side to a bar and filled with silver dollars. For most of the competitors, that put the bar at just below the knees rather than the usual mid-shin height that would be used in a regular deadlift. This allowed for lifting heavier poundage than a regular deadlift 
As with the half squat, the powerlifters had an advantage. Kazmaier took first with a lift of 956 pounds. His third first place finish in a row. Kidney took second while Hannon and Hedlund tied for the third spot. Next we have the battery death. The battery lift was another new event replacing last year's hoist lift. Most competitors were glad to see the hoist lift eliminated, as many had tremendous problems gripping the apparatus. The objective with the battery death was to hold a 60-pound battery at arm's length for as long as possible. Hannon held it the longest, enduring the pain for 48.7 seconds. Pro wrestler superstar Billy Graham held the battery for 45.5 seconds for second place, and Kazmaier took third place with a time of 43.2 seconds. The final event was the tug of war. Only the top four men would compete in the tug of war. Kazmaier defeated Hedlund, and Capes took down Bishop Dalegwitz. The two runner-ups, Hedlin and Dalegwitz, were to face each other to decide third place. But Dalegwitz sustained an injury in his last match and had to withdraw. Hedlin was awarded third place by default. The final match was Capes versus Kazmaier, and Kaz won again. The final results. First place, Bill Kazmaier, 102.5 points. Second place was Lars Hedlund for the second year in a row. Hedlund took second place with 74 points. Geoff Capes was third place with 69.5 points. Bishop Dalawagitz, 56 points. Jerry Hannon, 45 points. Five points took fifth place. Larry Kidney took sixth place with 44.5 points. Billy Graham was seventh with 37 points. Gerald Dupree was eighth place, 35.5 points. Cleve Dean was ninth place with 33 points. And Don Reinhout. The defending champion had 27.5 points, and one has to wonder if he would have challenged Kazmaier for the title if he did not have to withdraw due to his severe injury. Okay, that will conclude our podcast for this week. Hope you enjoyed it. Take care, and God bless. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com.